All right, everyone, welcome back to another amazing episode of the Sit Down Community Podcast. This week is so special to have my grandmother, Kathleen Lewis, on our podcast today. And we are going to be talking all about witnessing the gospel to the believers and unbelievers all the same in our communities, in our grocery stores, in our doctor's appointments, and all the places that we go, we get to inhabit the earth with the presence of God and bring it um, just into every space, knowing that his presence is so powerful. So with that, I'm going to let her just speak testimony over this next um, 30 minutes, and I hope you enjoy. Take it away, Mimi. Oh, thank you, Stephanie. It's such an honor to be with you and such an honor to represent my precious Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, by giving uh, testimony to all that he is and all that he does for me and to allow me to um, put forth the good word. I've been a Christian uh, since I was a very young girl, uh, having formally met the Lord and given him my life in a youth camp. And now I am in, I guess, what we would call the last quarter of life. <laughs> Doesn't that sound mm. ominous, but it's the truth. And um, I have walked many a mile in obedience and disobedience and have um, uh, failed and um, had victories that have taken me high and low. So I feel that I speak from um, hard-earned experience. And now it's quite wonderful to be of an older woman age from Titus <laughs> that uh, I have won the right to be listened to and to be heard. And that's really neat after having lived the first part of my life trembling and not wanting mm. to ask questions of older women because I didn't want to be judged. Yeah. But now um, in the beginning of my walk with the Lord and, and in the first love that I felt that was just so passionate and devoted. I drove around with bumper stickers and um, <laughs> sang constantly to my children in the car and took them to camps and things. I was just so completely devoted to um, our, our life really rotated around all things um, to do with our wonderful small church where we were mentored and nourished by a wonderful pastor and his wife that I really have to give credit for. Um, I would say, just as a sidelight, find someone that the Holy Spirit whispers to you, follow that person. And that literally mm -hmm. happened to me yeah. at a women's retreat that I, I was kind of holy. So be, watch her, watch what she does, copy what she does. And it turned out to be one of the greatest mentors of my life mm. who received my request. It was sort of like asking if we could be girlfriends. Yeah. yeah. May I please, can we be friends? But um, I think very importantly right now too, as a much older woman, I I am mentored by my, my dear ones who are already with the Lord. I'm being mentored from heaven mm, because wow. there aren't too many people left um, in my group that are, uh, of my age, but also find a younger person. It doesn't matter how young you are. There is someone younger. And right now I'm mentoring um, our pastor's wife. We don't think of it as mentoring. She just comes over, takes off her shoes and we make tea and talk about what's on her heart and mm -hmm. talk out of the experience of mine. But I'm living my days 
with this as my mantra. As long as I have breath, someone needs what I have. And this is such a powerful um, mandate over me that I don't have to walk around with my purse full of tracts, which I've gone through so many different mm. eras. Yeah. I wish I could tell you because, oh, I was so out there. But, <laughs> I, you know, it was just part of the phase of, of growing up. I did mm. hit a lot of people over the head with the Bible. And I'm sure they ran and they're probably still running. But um, when we live through the various seasons of our life, we're really bought, brought into this wealth of experience. I call it the curriculum um, that we are called to study in order to gain maturity. Mm. And um, so I am in this curriculum now uh, of, of uh, decreasing, where as my Lord increasing, and I'm um, in the in the uh, uh, ministry curriculum of of the downward mm. growing less yeah. and the ministry of meekness. And so mm. God has has really um, that's so good taken me to some places which I'll be mentioning a little later. Um, so there is of course the witness that we have when we are purposely witnesses. I've uh, through an organization where I we were taking courses, knocked on doors. Mm. So we tried that and and handing out tracts on the corner of uh, Union Square in um, San Francisco. And um, there are just so many wonderful experiences that we can, as our maturity speaks to us. And that was who I was and what I did at that time. Mm -hmm. I hadn't had the uh, experience of being a speaker or a listener uh, to hear what is really valid and what is more just by rote. And I shudder when I think of all the little children I have, quote, unquote, led to the Lord mm -hmm. at Youth Club and VBS. Kind of, well, I can't say because only the Holy Spirit leads us mm -hmm. and woos us to even consider opening our hearts and in, in the vocabulary of the day, previous days when I was a young um, woman falling all over myself, um, we just were putting notches on our belt, kind of. Mm. Hey, I, I led four, four little kids to the Lord this morning. Well, that makes me just shudder and um, ask forgiveness for being so bold and so reckless in mm. throwing salvation around like that. But that's for him just to straighten out. And yeah. Um, so I have learned that in, in, uh, and the early love and this, I guess the best word would be just unabashed eagerness. Mm. I was so eager. I would just do anything. One time I baptized my dying friend. I mean, <laughs> I, I just did whatever God told me to do, mm. go over and baptize. And, and I, oh my gosh. Okay. So I emptied a vitamin bottle and put water in it <laughs> and went over uh, just very, I was very confident and driven, went over and she was of the Christian science faith. Mm -hmm. And there was a Christian science um, leader there at the door that was very obviously to guard. They knew that she had Christian friends. Mm -hmm. Anyway, all of that to say, I ended up in a room with her. The woman went out, closed the door, left me alone with her. And I got my little bottle out. And I knew that she'd had a desire to be baptized, mm. but her husband, who was of this other faith, would not allow her. So remembering what my pastor would say, 
I took water in my hands and her little bald head mm. from all of her chemotherapy and she was near death. And I, is it, I said, is it your desire that you be baptized into mm. the, um, into Jesus Christ? And I baptized her. It was the most holy, wonderful moment in mm. that little bedroom right on, on Mount Lassen Drive in San Rafael. She died shortly after that. Mm. But I want to tell you about, I told you about this because I want to mention the joy of obedience. Mm. When you witness, when you're drawn to people, or when you just happen to have that, um, the, that, that feeling that you want to tell the name that's above all names. Yeah. And then you walk away and it's something happens in your heart that is so supernatural and so holy. And it is the joy of obedience that you have, even in your small, tiny, you think of the echoes of the universe and hear, you know, your little pittance that you dropped is echoing really through heaven that um, you obeyed and did what it was that God asked you to do, whether it be little or large. And then we walk away with the ultimate gift. Mm. And that is this joy in our heart that we have pleased uh, the yeah. one whom we love the most. Um, I'm a great lover of missionaries and I love to read stories of the great missionaries of old. Mm. And one of them, <clears throat> Lilius Trotter, who was a single woman missionary to North Africa. Wow. And her, several of her books are, these books are all still available, uh, but you may have to hunt for them in the bookstore, but they're <laughs> online. Uh, but she's, she has a little verse that she gave in one of these books. And it, it has meant so much to me. And I think of it all the time when I might be feeling uh, isolated or not, not as usable because I'm so ill. Mm. Um, but it says, <clears throat> two great services are ours. Two, the Savior loves to bless. Mm. One, to serve with all our power. One, with all our helplessness. Wow. And that is so powerful to me because it is sort of, sort of covers the arc of, of mm. my life wherein I've been so fortunate to walk through many different um, incarnations of myself yeah. to where I am now. And I, I found then after that period of time and when I was entering the middle part of my life and um, raising my three wonderful daughters uh, who are my life's work, mm. who are the reason why I was born into this world to bear these three wonderful women who are carrying on in their own way, in their own words and lives, mm. um, their incredible manifestation of Christ in them, of whom one of them is, is uh, Stephanie's mother. Yes. And um, so uh, one of the things that I wanted to share today was um, when you think, oh, a witness, that scares me. I don't want to walk up to somebody and say, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. Well, I want to encourage you to know that witness is more of who you are mm. and not so much of what you are going to give or think of yourself as this great mentor, teacher, or whatever. Right. But our lives speak as uh, our witness more than anything else. Mm. And we better know that uh, I had this little message on my refrigerator for about 30 years. People watch what you do. Mm -hmm. So 
watch what you do. Yeah. And boy, is that ever true. And it's good for us to, to have that mindfulness mindfulness and that um who you really are is what you do when nobody's watching Mm -hmm. Uh, it may sound silly but it's true but i found another great witness and a very powerful witness as i um, consider my uh, the incredibly faithful and wonderful friends god gave me the um the power and witness of presence Mm -hmm. and that you could look over in church and oh, there's my friend D struggling with her baby on her shoulder. Well, I'm struggling with my baby on my shoulder too. Mm. We exchanged looks like, oh, brother, how are we going to get through <laughs> this? And then I see the couple that are there every single week. They are there when the light is on and became such mentors to us. And I, I find that this, that the, um, the uh, routine of, of the dependability of people being at certain things not necessarily because we want to be we go out of obedience Mm. and i know there have been sunday nights that i thought oh i don't want to go i'm tired Mm -hmm. but then you go back and you find yourself singing and praising and so glad that you are there but the ministry of presence because it also puts you in a position of being available you Mm. never know who you're going to be sitting by that night you might know them up and down but maybe not so much. And it might mm. not be, you know, their countenance, my Bible study. I have a fabulous Bible study. I've been in for 40 years. That is just started out of a gathering of seven women in a neighborhood. And um, we know each other so well. I can look around and tell by the way, someone's sitting by their uh, putting their arms, maybe across their chest in protection or mm-hmm. appearing to be open and uh, I can tell a lot by looking into people's eyes. Yeah. And um, that is so wonderful that we have the, this ministry of um, presence where mm-hmm. we are given a lot of information just by our nearness or yeah. the awareness that we're close to people. Yeah. And also to put yourself in a position, uh, I like to go to things and sit by people who are not part of the inner circle Mm. and uh, or invite someone to my table that is maybe not among the most favored in the group Mm. for whatever reason, usually because the person is awkward or, and, um, and just, you know, treat that person like they deserve to be treated. Mm. So that happened at the last thing I attended. And um, I, I was, I knew right away that was the right thing to do. That was a great witness of, unconditional friendship Mm. but now i will bring me up to the i guess we passed the the halfway mark of my of this little drop of info about my life there's yeah anyway there's some i wish we had time for some stories but um about 10 years ago uh actually on february 10th 2013 uh i found myself in a doctor's office receiving the news that I had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And this was, I, I never thought, oh, why me? I probably thought, well, uh, why not me? This is happening to so many people around the world. Over 1 million people will die this year of cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, 400,000 from breast cancer. And so I join a, an army of women who are fighting very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and this set this appointment set off uh, a, 
drastic change in my life's course mm-hmm. and in my complete um uh not strategy we certainly don't have a strategy about our lives but in what i expected mm-hmm. and um so i've gone went through many things and have gone through several different treatment um programs and the latest of which is prize has failed and so i am now in the season of stage four terminal uh hoping for um as many days as god will give me to proclaim mm. that powerful name about which every knee shall bow and every the name tongue shall every tongue shall confess the lord jesus christ mm. and if you want a witness that's all you have to say you don't have to get real theological but if you just say you know my life i built my life around the lord jesus christ mm. um that's i've just found that to be so powerful that i i call it the bomb yeah <laughs> it's mm. it's just the mightiest truth yeah. and so through this experience i've had so many opportunities to um uh, just as a matter of fact tell my story mm-hmm. and these are these are i'll just tell one of them yeah. because this happens all the time so kathy lewis the new kathy lewis who's a lot <laughs> a lot more serious and quiet than she might have been before but the new incarnation so let's say that i am in home goods mm-hmm. i love home goods so I'm pushing my cart around and I'm not looking for someone, but I kind of have my antenna up <clears throat> and I go over to the towels and, you know, are they got great towels? So I was looking at them and I kind of positioned my cart next to um, a nice looking lady. And uh, so she said, oh, don't you love this color? And I said, oh, Lord, thank you. Yes, I love this color. Oh, my. Oh, and look at this one. I said, this store, she said, I am here all the time. Do you come (laughs) often? And I said, well, I wish I could, but I can't come as often as I used to since I've been sick. What? You look great. What's the matter? Mm. And I said, well, um, I have stage four terminal breast cancer. What? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. And I say, yes, it's a terrible thing. I have to tell you the truth. It's a very hard thing. Hmm. but and then this is this great but that you can just put in neon but or however my childhood faith in the lord jesus christ boom Mm. is holding me together through this terrible terrible time yeah and um if they that's usually just about all i say and i said i'm so thankful for this presence in my and i don't get theological mm. and we might go back to talking about towels per purposely i i want to drop something that will just maybe find a a spot of of nurture in their heart or, mm. or get them thinking and asking questions and some i've talked with longer but um i try not to even exchange names unless she'll say well i'm carol well, i'm kathy well so great yeah, I'm going to think about what you said or whatever that happens yeah. so often. So then I walk away with the joy of obedience. Mm. And my husband, who's usually hiding around the corner, <laughs> gives me a high five. <laughs> and um, it just changes the whole mm. nature of my day. But one of my funniest was I was in CVS looking at greeting cards, probably a birthday card for you or something, <laughs> sis. And a woman came up to me. She said, excuse me, I just have to ask you where do you get your hair done yeah and i said well um i have to tell you i'm so complimented by your 
but I have to tell you that this is a wig. What? <laughs> it's just beautiful. I would never have known. And I said, well, um, I have no hair because I'm in chemotherapy for, um, for stage four breast cancer. Oh no. Mm. Oh, that's terrible. I, I'm so sorry. And um, people are learning what to say. Mm. They're saying, oh, I'm sorry. Rather than giving you the story about their cousin's next door neighbor's friend who mm. just died or whatever. Um, and I said, yes, again, the same story. Mm. Yes, it is terrible. I want to tell the truth. Yeah. I don't want to say that, oh, you know, I'm persevering through the power yeah, of the Lord. I'm fine. I'm or, fine. Mm-hmm. Or all things will work together for good. Yeah. And um, I, that's not the truth and the suffering of my example. So I give that same little sentence or two. Mm. And we end with, um, it was just such a fabulous entree. And then, um, then we say, well, what kind of a car are you looking for? And here's, and then that relationship ends then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, it, this goes back to, to always remembering whatever, how much breath you have, someone needs what you have. Mm. And you needn't try to prepare by having this great verse by word verse by verse which i do have had i've been so blessed to have so much good training in these Mm. last 50 60 years that i've been a christian yeah that i i can do that but i'm finding um in this in our culture uh in this time Mm -hmm. people don't have a lot of time yeah and so we say what we feel is the most important thing in the best way mm. and in the most concise way that we um, have so that's where I am right now and I also mm. then when I'm in the infusion lab where um, Stephanie joined me for a few minutes yesterday to see what life was like back with these dear ones I sit with while we're getting our chemo um, there'll also be a chance often to just drop a little something they all know that i'm a christian mm-hmm. uh, be- with the um the nurses there and i feel that i'm treated with a great deal of respect yeah. and with a loving friendship because they know something very intimate about me mm, that, yeah that is built up over time but also um uh to know the inner workings of what is at the heart mm. of the machine of what makes people tick yeah amen. um and so I'm just most grateful that God is giving me time mm-hmm. um, that I can give my story. Yeah. Sometimes our nearest ones to us don't really know our story. Mm. We know each other as family members and please yeah. pass the gravy and um, <laughs> please pick up your clothes <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but when we, we haven't sat at each other's feet mm. um, because of proximity or, or time constraints. So I consider this a real blessing today mm. to be able to join our hearts together. Um, but uh, the, the things that I have mentioned, um, the um, ministry of proximity mm. and the ministry of your presence, of your faithfulness to show up mm-hmm. at Bible study consistently when it would be just great to lay in bed and watch Hoda and, and Jenna mm-hmm. or something. Um, it, it has such a payoff because it builds into our, even into our physical being, a patina of, uh, like when the when Moses came down from the mountain, mm-hmm. and his face shone with such glory, 
um, that the people couldn't even look at him. Well, we also, I think when we have been with the Lord and walked with the Lord for a long time, I think we start to look different Mm. if we're smart enough to stay on the path and not veer. But I also want to warn you with just one little caveat here. I want to warn you about spiritual warfare Mm -hmm. and about the enemy of our souls, who Satan, the great deceiver, Mm. who wants nothing more than to spoil our testimony Mm. by having us fail. We are all one bad choice away from committing a sin about which there will be consequences that go on forever. Mm. Believe me, I know this. And um, you will have a lot of opposition. Mm. And this is, as I say, how fun and easy this sounds to be a witness for Christ. You will have so much opposition that you're not going to believe it. Mm. And it's usually going to come below the belt. Satan is so cruel. You will hear something terrible that someone said about you Mm. or your best friend will um, uh, turn against you or there'll be problems in your relationships or the most horrible things that are meant to um, pull us off the track, Mm, to derail derail us us from, um, and boy, we know that when, um, when that's happening, Mm-hmm. We need to just come before it with the blood of Christ. Yeah, I imagine practically a hose with the blood of Christ mm-hmm. in it. And I have to get very, very childlike. And so that doesn't, but I literally can need to turn something on to get that, mm-hmm. um, that evil force out of my, because yeah. his one um, purpose is to destroy mm-hmm. uh, the yeah. believers and uh, destroy the whole uh presence of god yeah so um keep your eyes up yeah keep them open Mm. watch for that woman at home goods and even you know i thought even if you're not dying of cancer something's wrong (laughs) true you know it's always something world yeah yeah and she'll say Mm. oh how are you oh you said the most horrible traffic (laughs) one-on-one is backed all the way up to green break i almost just turned off but i came today (laughs) and so you know you can we all have things that are happening or I, mm. or my, or you can say, you know, my, my kid is really, oh, I hated to drop him off this morning. He's got this bully or this thing or mm. struggling at school, not doing well. Yeah. You've always got an entree into something that someone else will be find really relatable. Mm. You can say, boy, this is just my husband's driving me nuts, but my faith in Jesus yeah. Christ is going <laughs> to keep me from taking my hat off the table and leaving mm-hmm. tonight. Um, so be creative and be yourself yeah. mm-hmm. and that's the best and only thing that you can really be oh, and so god beautiful. bless you mm. everyone yeah so good mamie thank you for sharing would you mind closing us out with all that wisdom i feel like i just got a beautiful a holy fire, fire hose a of wonder um, will you just close us out in prayer as we lean into becoming oh, witnesses for lead. jesus oh dear lord father god our precious savior and the blessed Holy spirit who hovers over us. We are among women most blessed to have found the great treasure. You have found us Lord. And we have run into your arms. Mm. Thank you for the power that you give us because of who you have made us. You have made us your children and you have given us the power, the power of the, like we were talking of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Mm. Um, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Mm. And God, we are safe um, in the cradle that you provide for us to protect us. And Father, I do pray that in times uh, of struggle, of suffering, of testing, of disease, that you will show yourself strong. Mm. We know what we know. Yeah. And we um, come to you in full confidence, knowing that you will complete what you have started. And I thank you for the blessing of being able to share. We're, it, life is lonely and mm. life is hard. We need to stay together like coals in a fire to keep each other, um, keep each other warm and safe. So Lord, I pray that your presence would be very evident with each of us today. Mm. I always pray that you will be with someone. Well, then I realized that's all you see through your Bible. I am with you. I will be with you. Mm. So I thought I'm praying yes. for something that already happened. So I have been praying, Lord, make your presence so palpable to Stephanie or into my other grandchildren and those of my love today that they will be aware of your, of your watch care and your, mm. your, your nearness to them. And so, Father, we thank you for all you are, for who you are and what you do. You love us so much. And we just lay we just lay in that love, Lord. I feel so often cocooned like uh, someone who needs protection, cocooned within your love and, and care. And I pray that, too, in the ways that each person hearing this might need your special touch today. Help us to be childlike. Help us to not be too impressed with ourselves mm. that we forget who we are and who you are yeah. and what we, what we um, are, are so thankful for, Lord, the power of your presence mm. in our lives. So it's with that knowledge and with that prayer that we um, say goodbye to one another right now. Let us, uh, please, Lord, help the things that were worthy of you and um, uh worthy to be passed on to be remembered and um i pray god that um you will bless uh stephanie with this sit down um ministry that i'm finding so so interesting so fulfilling that i get something so special each week mm. and we praise you we fall down before you and tell you how much we adore you and thank you in jesus name Amen. Amen. Well, Mimi, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Sit it Down was cool. Podcast. I loved it. So amazing. And for those of you listening, I hope you can just glean uh, peace and, and new knowledge and understanding and, and just really run into a season of being a witness mm -hmm. and what that means for you mm -hmm. um, and just building a community around you of discipleship makers. So we are so excited to just continue next week with another episode and we'll see you then.